0: and I'm not really sure how to name this episode in our podcast feed. Mm-hmm. Because, like, with Samurai Jack, I just named it the best episodes of Samurai Jack season one. hmm Which... I would have done for Avatar, but they call them books in the show. Should I call it should we call it
1: book one? Uh, Probably. That's actually how it shows on Netflix as well.
0: Like if you look through the seasons, it names. I them noticed books. that. Yeah. Netflix somehow had the wherewithal to name them books within like their own UI.
1: Yeah. And I want to say that's the only show they did that for. <laughs> I
0: can't imagine there's.
1: I think they anyone. do like if it's a British show, they'll put series as well. Instead of season. Well,
0: that's just foolish. The British yeah. have a poor way of speaking. Unlike us Americans who speak wicked piss-up. <laughs> who talk fucking good. We talk fucking good, bro. <laughs> uh, Book. Okay, so maybe book? Book one? The best chapters of book one. Bo- oh, that sucks. <laughs> we shan't be doing that. Okay, well, but here's the question. Do we call it the best episodes of book one colon water no or just book
1: one just book one yeah just book one
0: water is maybe pushing it a little too far
1: yeah it's just too too long too much too many many words disaster yeah
0: (laughs) although if people are searching on google for the word water will be the first hit could call it the
1: wettest episodes
0: of book one The wet, the wet and wildest episodes of a splish splash and good time on Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, yeah, that's good. That's good. People will mistake us for some sort of water park. <laughs> well, when the sun is blazing and the summer gets hot, mm-hmm. Avatar is a very cool spot. I have
1: not seen that commercial in <laughs> probably two decades.
0: Now, what I just referenced was a local water park called yeah. Water Country. Yep. But as I understand it from people who live in neighboring states to ours, the water country radio commercial does play in other states other than New Hampshire. Like around here, though. Yes. You're not going to get a water country ad like in fucking Utah. I mean, anything's possible in Utah. You know, that's true. Those Latter-day Saints love to get (laughs) wet. They fucking love it. (laughs) <laughs> they go crazy for it <laughs> no we're not talking about local water parks brendan we're talking about the wettest episodes of avatar the last airbender book one have we started <laughs> have you have you tricked me <laughs> it's what they call a cold open <laughs> all right i like it i don't know if that's really what that counts as but we're gonna just go with it. <laughs> yeah yeah here we are we're talking about All of the episodes that we watched in this season, how we felt about it, how we would rank our favorite episodes Mm -hmm. of this season.
1: Yeah, to clarify, we're not talking about all of the episodes in the season.
0: No, we're talking about just kind of the season as a whole. (laughs) At
1: most, we're talking about 10 episodes.
0: As we had discussed previously, you know, Samurai Jack had 13 episodes per season, so it was kind of easy to rank for each of us to rank all of those from 13 to one, mm-hmm. there's 20 episodes in this bad boy, huh? Yeah, yeah, that's too many. Who's got the time? Nobody, not You'd me. You to say like a sentence per episode for episodes like 20 through 10. Mm-hmm. That's what I plan to do for the top five. Yeah, you and me are not capable of only <laughs> saying a sentence per episode, we can't, it just <laughs> simply can't be done.
1: I'll try. I went I went and I got all the the short uh, synopses from the wiki. Sure. Yep. they're kind of long still, <laughs> especially number three. Number three will surprise you.
0: Number three will always surprise you. You'll never see it coming. <laughs> uh, yeah, Avatar season one. So not to belabor the point any further on this podcast, because, Brennan, I've done this to you so many times.
1: Mm-hmm. Are we playing a game?
0: No, we're not playing. Well, you know, the, the night is young. <laughs> it's not true. We've actually been talking for a very long time before <laughs> yeah, we started recording this I podcast. Think like an hour now. Talking about video games. We always got to warm up. We talked about uh, the differences between the first three Pikmin games. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go over those one more time?
1: Yeah. Pikmin 1 is good.
0: Yeah. And that's it. That's pretty much all we had to say. <laughs> Pikmin, 3 Pikmin 3 was pretty also good. Also good, yeah. The jury is still out on Pikmin 2. I'm playing it for the first time. People seem to
1: like it. I don't know. People like a lot of things that are bad. That's not to say Pikmin 2 is bad.
0: No, we, we, we can't speak on this subject. <laughs> don't, don't at me. <laughs> I had a friend back in the day who owned Pikmin 2 and I did not. And he always would tell me Pikmin 2 was better than Pikmin 1. But it was one of those things where, like, I was so protective of Pikmin Mm -hmm. 1 because I owned it and had played it. Yep. That I was, like, really mad at that opinion. Yeah. That's, like, how people say, like, Mario is better than Sonic.
1: Well... Hold on a second. Mario is better than Sonic, but like, uh, I'm sorry, oh. I should have reversed so, I'm, that. So, I'm say, yeah, you, I, you really I should have said that's that like the people who it. say Sonic is better than Mario because they <sighs> have a Sega and not a You've Nintendo. Really, really concerned me there for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, wait, no, you're no one no, of no. those. No, so, <laughs> Mario is better than Sonic. But here's a here's a hot take. They both suck.
0: Whoa, that's yeah. scorching hot take. We spicy. simply don't that's have time. That's a spicy to get take.
1: We'll get into it later. Bonus episode why Mario sucks. Mario
0: versus Sonic
1: and both why of them Spyro lives. the Dragon is the greatest platforming icon of
0: all well, time. Well, we we simply don't have time and I won't allow this kind of <laughs> slander.
1: Donkey Kong Country is the best Super Nintendo game. Sorry, let me let me rephrase that. Donkey Kong Country 2 is the best Super Nintendo game.
0: You were just talking on this podcast recently about how much you are frustrated by that game because it's so difficult.
1: It's hard, but it's still the best game.
0: Why don't you go play some
1: Bloodborne? I I love Bloodborne. Also difficult. (laughs) What did you call him? Michael Michael Ash?
0: Michael (laughs) Ash. Michael (laughs) Ash. It's me, Michael Ash. Why don't you go kill some creepy <laughs> demons from hey, Michael? Hey, cheer the old blood, you hear? <laughs> hey, I'm I'm uh, hunting over here. <laughs> oh, this sucks. All right,
1: yeah, that's enough of that.
0: <laughs> Not to belabor the point any further, Brendan. But uh, I, you know, we've talked at length at this point about how. Going into this project of ours, uh, you know, me being a Avatar super fan, having watched the show through several times, mm-hmm. um, but you being a huge Avatar skeptic, um, not really interested anytime you had seen it before, it wasn't really doing it for you, and kind of spending, I think it's fair to say, spending a lot of years. Just thinking, like this show. I I don't like this show. If I watch this show, I will not enjoy this show.
1: Mm-hmm. Is
0: that fair to say? Yeah. So here we are now, having watched a full season of this television show, mm-hmm. and uh, at times, you know, we've been a little less interested in some of the lower points of the season. Which again, we're not really going to talk about. Uh, In this bonus episode here today, but uh, when the show reaches its highs, um, we've been pretty on board. And Brendan, you in particular have seemed pretty enthused about some of the things that we've seen here. Yeah, season.
1: Yep. When uh, when it's when it's good, it's good. When it's not, it's not.
0: (laughs) That's yeah, I mean, (laughs) I think that's fair to say. Um, so with that in mind, I guess, I don't know, Brendan, you know, season one of Avatar, you know, beyond just saying when it's good, it's good. When it's bad, it's bad. You know, how, how, how are we feeling about this thing? Um, I think it's all right. I like it more than I thought I would.
1: Uh, but I do find myself getting a little bored with some of it. There are some episodes where I'm just like, hurry the fuck up. <laughs> Let's get this over with. Move on to something cool. Uh, But then those cool moments make it worth it.
0: There is definitely a lot of meandering Mm -hmm. that we do on this show and a show that has very clearly defined goals. Yep. And where the characters need to be what they need to accomplish. And those moments where like we set up what the goals are, we're actively working towards those goals, stuff like that, like those high points are... Truly, like, phenomenal moments.
1: <clears throat> yeah, I think it's kind of frustrating sometimes with this show. Like, when we, we, we have a very clear deadline, like you said, we have clear goals. So when they're just fucking around, like, after we know the deadline and the goals, I find that frustrating. And I think, like, to compare it to Samurai Jack, that show had the benefit of not having, like, a deadline on anything. It was like, I need to get back to the past. But the because of time travel doesn't matter when that happens uh i was like more willing to be like all right we'll spend an episode fucking chasing a farting dragon through a cave whatever uh but on this one when they're like we gotta save the world and then they go fuck around like fucking playing with pirates or whatever happened after that um yeah no i don't know uh i did kind of have a hard time putting together a top five list top three was very easy for me uh, finding another two that I was like, I, I want to talk about these ones was a little tougher. Um, and not because only three episodes were good, but because of the ones that weren't like really stand out for me uh, were all kind of like middling. You know what I mean? There were only like a couple episodes that I were like, I was like never going to make it on the list. Um, but it was hard to pick like two more But I was like, yeah, I would I would put my name on that being (laughs) number four and five.
0: So as I frequently do when we do these like season ending or like when we did the full series recap on Samurai Jack, Mm -hmm. I can't help myself. And I've ranked every single episode of this season. You know, how (laughs) I I thought you might. Yeah. You know, I love it. I'm a sick freak for this (laughs) shit, baby. Can't can't stop myself. (laughs) Love making lists. Just love these lists. I love to look at them and share them with nobody but me. At some point, you're going to rank your rankings. Rank the lists. Yeah. The list of lists, which Mm -hmm. is the best list.
1: Yeah. Yeah, got to do that. Got to put that out on social.
0: That's going to be a tough one because they're also all bad. (laughs) So kind of like you just had, like which which of the shit pile do you put towards the top?
1: <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm not no, saying. I know, <laughs> I know
0: the message is very different from what you actually just said. Um, but I did have a similar observation to you while I was doing that exercise, kind of looking at like the middle of the list, looking at all of these episodes. And I'm like, these are all of very, very similar quality. Yeah, they're fine. They're, They're fine. Like they're getting us through 20 episodes of a Nickelodeon show that were ordered and they got to fill out that space.
1: Yep. Yep. And it's a weekly show, right? And has to run forever because they can't afford more shows.
0: (laughs) Exactly. So you got to get these episodes in
1: there. They can only put Drake and Josh in so many shows. We can only watch Danny Phantom so many times. Well, hey, now slow down. I could watch Danny Phantom all the time. That's not true. I don't know shit about Danny Phantom. I don't know
0: anything about Danny (laughs) Phantom. Danny Phantom was maybe the show on Nickelodeon that was just beyond my age range. Like I had just aged out of it by the time Danny Phantom was a thing.
1: Yep. I know that he was just 13 when his parents built a very strange machine uh, that was designed to view a world unseen. (laughs) <laughs> you
0: seem to know a lot about. Danny
1: <laughs> and, and he's. I know get, more
0: things he's about. Got
1: to catch them all or save the world. I'm not really sure. I catch him. Well, well. Now we're talking about a very. I th- I think the premise is he's got to catch all the ghosts that escaped the machine.
0: Well, he cannot. There's no way that he is allowed to say on that show. Got to catch them all.
1: I think he. I got to ghost them all. That that's fine. <laughs> and he just texts them takes them out to dinner and then never talks to them again.
0: (laughs) How rude. (laughs) They had a shot at love together. (laughs) Um, I don't know, Brendan, let's, uh, let's waste no more time talking. I, I, season one of avatar. We're invested. You're invested. That's, that's what's most important to me is that, you know, it's not, it's not always the most gripping thing for you, but like the high points, have you wanting to keep going am i right yes yeah
1: yep i'm gonna see it through at this point i've gotta i have to see what the hype is about and there are moments where the hype has been real yeah for you. and i i don't i haven't had a lot of conversations about the best parts of the show but i can't imagine all the best parts are in season one
0: no god no we've got so much to go yeah so i'm,
1: I'm excited to see I, I hope it keeps the trajectory it's on Uh, I'm sure we'll get more filler shit, but I'm excited to see the big big moments.
0: There's going to be filler. You better believe it. I want them to play baseball. Uh, It's coming. Do they ever play baseball? Now, hold on a second. Let me think about this. I don't know. I feel like we might have done this already. (laughs) We've definitely done this on Samurai Jack, at least. (laughs) I just want them to play baseball. Somebody's got to play baseball at a certain point. We should be watching a different show where we already know that they play baseball.
1: Uh, Samurai Champloo. Dragon Ball Z. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, that's right. They do. That's in the game, too. And
0: Gohan's just simply too good. Mm -hmm. He has to not play. It's the
1: only fair way. Like in The Incredibles.
0: Uh, That's also the only fair way. Mm -hmm. Then he has to take the silver medal. Mm -hmm. It's a pretty good movie, The Incredibles.
1: It's a great movie. Couldn't speak for the second one. Never saw it.
0: Uh, I did see it and remember very little of it, if that tells you all you need to know. Yeah, it does. We'll, uh, cover that on a future episode <laughs> of this podcast, I'm all sure. Right. Uh, so what we did here is we have each ranked our top five favorite episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender book one. It's, it's not growing on me at all. Well, that's the way it is. It has to be this bucko
1: (laughs) (laughs) fucking get with it. (laughs) That's what it's
0: called. And I won't accept it for what it is. (laughs) Uh, We've each ranked our top five episodes of the season. We'll take turns going back and forth discussing our favorite episodes and perhaps we'll land on maybe some sort of like a definitive list of yeah, what the are, we gonna, are we gonna are we
1: gonna have our contacts at MIT try to crunch numbers on this one, or because the the variable nature of this type of list makes that difficult?
0: I talked to our team, mm-hmm. and they said they're willing to try. Okay, but they can't guarantee sort of the <laughs> we uh, won't end up with uh, nine <laughs> tied for second. They, they were not willing to put their name sort of attach their names to the results of this scientific effort that we're mm-hmm. about to go under. Um, so I, w- I, I wouldn't want to put that on them because if we do, it sort of makes them a sham mm-hmm. in the entire scientific community. Yeah. Yeah. And we wouldn't I, want that. No. I, I They have a reputation to uphold and I, I want them to feel comfortable <laughs> sort of in their field. Mm-hmm. We we won't burden them with this. They'll they'll do their best, is all I'm trying to say. I just hope we end up with a, a top three. I think that's doable.
1: I think I think, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it works out.
0: We're about to find out. We also decided not to do a like a least favorite episodes of the season. Yeah. You Try all know what it is. Positive.
1: Uh and there's no reason to yeah, there's no reason to to get all negative
0: on the episode we're here to talk about the good times we're celebrating what we like about this show yeah and we all and as you said we all know the worst episode of the first season is bato of the water tribe yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah oh look we did it we fucking did it there you go (laughs) we don't even have to really get too deep into it
1: no go listen to the episode we've talked about it uh and from here on out only good things
0: Good times ahead. And even, hey, here's a good thing about Bato of the Water Tribe. Ira was horny as hell in that episode. (laughs) He was. It was really good. (laughs) He was trying to get it. And he almost did.
1: Yeah. Borderline sexual assault.
0: Honestly, yeah. Kind of problematic by the end of the episode. But uh, look, he's an old man. He's just looking to get his rocks off. Let him, you know. Find his way. He'll be fine. <laughs> That's something positive about that episode, huh? Yeah. So congratulations, Bato of the Water Tribe. You might have been the worst episode of this season, but we loved seeing that horny old man.
1: hmm
0: Brendan, let's talk about horny old men as we get into <laughs> the top five episodes of this season, huh? Okay, yeah. Why don't you kick it off? All right. With your number five ranked episode of
1: book one kicking it Love right Avatar. off with episode my top my number five what am I saying kicking it off with my number five episodes you can do it speaking of horny old men uh the king of omashu uh is my number five episode wow uh, yeah this is where uh the gang goes to omashu uh, and they cause a lot of property damage and then ang has to go through some trials uh I don't remember why he had to go through the trials, uh, but then he finds out that the king is his old friend, Bumi, uh, who is clinically insane uh, and somehow became the monarch of this city.
0: Someone had to do it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought that episode was really fun. Uh, I really liked Boomy, even though he's uh, a lot. Um, I'm excited to see him again. Uh I don't love the cabbage guy. But let's talk
0: about this. What's what's your issue with the cabbage guy?
1: It's just it's too much of a a bit for me. I like I like bits. Like you know, everyone knows I love bits, but <laughs> brendan is the bit guy. That, that's well established my my the bitmeister propensity for bits. Uh, but they did it four times in the episode. Uh, more than one yeah perhaps more than two I want to say that it was four uh and it's not it's not that good of a bit I think if they had done it twice I would have been all right with it if they did it once when his thing got thrown off the the bridge and then once like at the end I think that would have been funny like book end the episode with it but they, they did it too many times uh, and it became like a driving force for the episode. It's the whole reason they got arrested. Uh, so I don't know. I didn't love that.
0: But this is almost a sacrilegious take for you to have right now, because the cabbage merchant is one of those classic. Fan I know.
1: Bits. I know. And I don't get it. Maybe maybe when he comes back, because I'm sure that he will uh maybe it'll it'll do more for me then but i don't know it it was as the kids say cringe oh god <laughs> it's cringe that
0: you even said that brendan yeah yeah and i'm willing to i'm willing to take that um the cabbage merchant also showed up in the water bending scroll i believe oh the pirate the that's pirate right. episode
1: yep that's right
0: that is not on my list Spoilers. No, same, same. <laughs> so we could talk about it freely, although that's all we have to say. Yeah, uh, uh, I,
1: I, it was a good episode. I liked Boomy. I thought I, sure. had, I had a lot of fun with him uh, and I thought the trials were kind of fun and the rock candy bit at the end was funny, too.
0: It was very silly. Yeah, they could have been broken free at any time. Mm-hmm. There was never any danger. <laughs> no, they, they were always they always had a way out.
1: Yeah. Uh, that's kind of all I have to say about it. The King of Amashu, uh, early episode in the season. I think, like, episode three. Uh, somewhere four. in those first few episodes, yeah. Yeah, uh, I thought it was a fun start after all of the melodrama we got. It must have been four, because I think three is the southern air temple. Yes, yep, that's um, right. But I thought it was pretty fun. You, got, you gotta you got love Boomy. I do, I do love Boomy. <laughs> I hope he comes back. That's one, like... The whole time I'm like looking at characters that they're introducing and going like, I hope this one comes back. I hope we never see this one again. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Abumi's one that I really hope comes back. And I think uh, there's a high chance of it. I think he could very easily make his way back into the show.
0: He's set up as an ally of the Avatar. Mm -hmm. So anything is possible. And he's a very powerful earthbender. We've seen it. So he's got a place in this world. Perhaps he'll have a further place in this show. He'll um, always have a place in my heart. Yeah, he's right. He's lodged deep in there. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, we love Boomy on here. I guess I don't know. Even as I said at the time that we talked about that episode, like I guess my only problem with that episode is like, what's the point of all of it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's mm- totally fair. He goes through all the trials, and the whole lesson is Boomy's like, you have to think like a mad genius. And it's like, well, that's that's why we did all of this? <laughs> the show where there's so much else that we could be doing, and you could be like a so much more of a meaningful character. And it, to this point, has not paid off.
1: Like, no. At no point has Aang been like, I've got to think like a mad genius. No, he didn't
0: <laughs> flash back to this... Uh, trials that he went through here in Omashu.
1: Mm -hmm. And there's there's time, but like the the further we the further like or the more distance we put between that episode and where we are now, the less likely I think that
0: lesson Mm -hmm. is to like be important. Yeah, I don't know. Perhaps I tipped my hand too much at the time (laughs) when we watched this when you were still so green to all the events that were going to happen in this season. Where I was frustrated that, like, oh, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. You didn't know that it didn't matter. And then here we are after the season and, like, none of that shit mattered. None of it mattered, (laughs) no. But it was still a fun
1: distraction.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And how much would you love to slide down those big rock slides?
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I would. That sounds very fun.
1: Although he should have done it on his uh, air scooter. Is that what he calls it? Air scooter, yeah. Yeah. That would have been way more
0: fun. We'll see if there's an opportunity to do that in future episodes. I I believe there is. (laughs) We'll find out. I think I've seen it. Uh, Although, real quick, though, it does
1: say that the lesson for the episode is that Aang discovers that his destiny is to master the other three elements. What? (laughs) That's what it says in the wiki thing. Aang discovers the king is his old friend, Bumi, who reveals Aang's destiny, master the other three elements and defeat Fire Lord Ozai.
0: I don't know that that is a lesson (laughs) that he learns, and I I I would be willing to bet that that's the first time we ever hear the name Fire Lord Ozai. Mm -hmm. But all that shit. He also already
1: knew from like episode two. He knew. Well, he knew. He knew from before the show. Yeah, he knew that he needed to master the other elements. He didn't need fucking Boomy to tell him that. He didn't need (laughs) Boomy to do anything. That's his fucking mission statement.
0: Yeah, that's, that's written on this business card that I carry with me. (laughs) Have, have one. Uh, okay. The King of Omashu, we have some fun, fun in that episode. I'll I'll give you that. Mm -hmm. Okay. The King of Omashu, Brandon's number five. My number five is one we just watched recently, episode 19 of the season, The Siege of the North, part one. Wow, that's your number five. Hey, I made the top five, so mm-hmm. you know, I'm feeling pretty strongly about it. Yeah. Yep. Um, I guess maybe the only thing that kept us from being higher on the list is like I feel like a lot of the things set up in this episode are maybe paid off a little bit better in the second half of the finale. Yep. I would agree with that. Although we talked a lot about during while we talked about this episode, like they do do a good job of kind of fulfilling a lot of people's stories like Sokka story, kind of going through like a lot of the the romance stuff, which which gets further wrapped up in, in episode two. But um, like kind of the stuff with him, like training for the mission and the chief, like putting him on the job of guarding UA and stuff like that. Um, a lot of people have like a moment or multiple moments in this episode, like Katara fighting Zuko in the spirit oasis. We get to see Katara who is now like proclaimed to be like a waterbending master. We get to finally kind of see her fulfilling that role and see what she's finally like actually capable of, which is good, um, And everything that happens with uh, Zuko and even Iroh in this one where it's like the reveal of Iroh um, has a son who died um, and has been like treating Zuko as his own son. And Zuko knows that. But like there's still the friction in the relationship where like he can't let him into his heart. Mm hmm that yeah. whole scene is like incredible it's some heavy shit there yeah there's there's a lot of plot points that are further explored in this episode that had been like set up for the big finale that I think get better paid off in the the second half the very last episode of the season but um we explore them in enough detail here in in episode 19 that like I I thought it was a really, really great, strong episode, one that was capable of standing on its own while still setting us up to, yeah, kind of pay off those storylines in a big, bad way. Um, it was good enough for me to make the fifth spot on my list. Yeah, I would actually
1: th- say that this episode stands on its own better than part two. Like you could watch this one and know what's going on. Part two, I feel like if you just jumped right into it, you're kind of like you don't know what's going on there they are very much like a unit yes. uh, that being said this one is not on my list oh interesting i kind of gave myself a, a rule where i would not choose them both because i felt like if i did they would be right you next to each I, other
0: you didn't have to do
1: that but i know i, I didn't I, have to that was that was for me because I feel like with Samurai Jack, I was always like, the two-parter, boom,
0: <laughs> stick that right at the top of the list. These both belong. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know exactly. And honestly, you are right about that. Like, <laughs> we we set up storylines for the finale that if you just watched the finale, would make no sense yeah. if you didn't know what was going on. You're absolutely yep. right about that. Uh still, uh still a great episode, though. All
1: that stuff with Iroh is really cool. Um. I'm excited to learn more about his
0: lore, the Iroh backstory. We get such yeah. a glimpse into it here. Yeah, just a little, a little taste of it. I want, I want more. Yeah, it's a little amuse bouche of, <laughs> of Iroh stuff, which is good. And I feel like the whole Zuko like stealth mission into the city is also pretty good, but also like very silly at Kinda points. Kind of silly,
1: yeah. But that's fun. I like that. He's like a very, he's such a self-serious character that to see him in situations that he thinks is very serious, but like we as viewers can look at and be like, that's kind of fucking goofy.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's fun. Yeah. We like to tear this guy down a little bit. Yeah. Tear down the walls that surround his hardened exterior. He's just overflowing with angst, this guy. Yeah. So put him in some outlandish situations <laughs> and make him sweat a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's what we want out of this kid. Um, Yeah. Episode 19, Siege of the North, part one. My fifth ranked episode of the season. A pretty good one. Yeah, very good one. Brendan, number four for you, please.
1: My number four episode is, I don't know the numbers because I didn't write them down. That's fine. The Fortune Teller. Uh, I really liked the Fortune Teller. Um, I really should have done a little bit more research, though, because I forgot that girl's name. Uh, M-Mang.
0: Mang. Mang. <laughs> I really like... Mang liked. is, I think, one of the favorite characters that you and I collectively I, had in this entire season. I
1: fucking love Mang, and I'm very upset that that I have <laughs> a little bit of a spoiler that she doesn't show up again. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the beginning and an end of Mang. That's such a bummer. She was so much fun. Uh, I liked this episode because I liked Katara, like, falling into the, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, the superstition, maybe? yeah of the fortune teller and Ang and Sokka trying to convince everybody that she's wrong while simultaneously proving her right at every step um, I thought that was very fun I thought the scene where Ang bends the lava uh, into like this cool now permanent structure around this town that was really cool and like one of our viewers mentioned in an email uh, that was just all Ang. he wasn't in the avatar state he just fucking did that that was just his own ability. Yeah. Uh, so that was very cool to see some like, raw power coming from Aang for the first time. Um, I just had a lot of fun with that one. And then, the, the, except the, the one thing that I'm still hung up on is the cloud thing. What was it? It was like a bunny means doom and destruction. But when they were trying to fake the doom and destruction, they made a skull or something like that.
0: Yeah, but that that was the symbol for, like, a volcanic destruction. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, I might be sure pulling that far out of my
1: ass. Um, Apart from that one little thing that I would consider a plot hole, uh, I thought this was a very fun episode. Uh, Just playing around with, like, everyone being so into this fortune teller that nobody can see the truth of what's going on.
0: Um, I don't have my full list that i made right in front of me, but I think the fortune teller might have actually been number six oh, on my just list. Barely just missed out. it. Yeah, um, this was such a better episode than I remembered. I think probably like the most fun that you and I ever had discussing an episode in this entire season was mm-hmm. this one. Yeah, I had a lot of fun with that one. It's a good episode. So many great moments, um, and, like, the ultimate example of how, because as we've discussed, the show is not always leaning into, like, the story or trying to establish, like, new bits of lore or world building or things like that, um... Maybe a little bit of that in in what I remember you talked about at the time of, like, kind of setting up, like, the Aang and Katara love story maybe mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, but this episode is, like, the ultimate example of how to take, like, a filler episode and make it feel, like, worthwhile and, and yeah. silly and great and have, like, a lot of plot points within that that, like, really... Hit very hard. Um, it was it was such a great example of that.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yep. It didn't do s- too much for like the whole overarching thing, but it. I feel like it it helped flesh out at least Katara as like someone who's willing to buy into that kind of shit. Yep. Like now we know a little bit more about her. <laughs> She's a sucker. Mm-hmm, exactly. Well. And and Ang
0: has game. He's got mad game, whether he knows it or not. (laughs) And Sokka thinks that he does, although honestly, he does. Yeah. Yeah. Without even trying. He gets the most action out of anybody in this show. Somehow, that goofy son of a bitch (laughs) keeps pulling it off, huh? It's the confidence. He'll find the one eventually.
1: (laughs) Hopefully, they don't Uh turn into the moon
0: Hopefully they don't, yeah, become some sort of (laughs) intangible object that he can no longer be celestial being. Yeah. As long as that doesn't happen, he's going to be very happy for the rest of his life. What are the odds that it happened twice? Hey, you know, we're only in (laughs) season one. You got two seasons left to go. Anything's possible. I really hope it happens again. (laughs) Just multiple times over (laughs) and over. Every season finale. Every girlfriend of his becomes a planet. (laughs) Looks up in the night sky like, God damn it. (laughs) They're all talking shit about him. (laughs) Yeah. So, tough stuff for him. Um, The Fortune Teller, your number four episode. A great episode. I loved that episode as Mm -hmm. well. Uh, My number four episode was The Storm. The Storm. The Storm, a very important episode to the story. It, It... Doesn't do a lot to, like, move us forward necessarily, Mm -hmm. but does help fill in a lot of the blanks that we have about Aang and Zuko, Mm -hmm. um, which is really important. Aang, you know, we kind of always figured based on, you know, why he's even in this situation in the first place. You know, we knew he did not want to be the Avatar um, but we kind of get that backstory on, like, how he found out, how he was almost kind of, like, ostracized by everybody he knew because he became the Avatar. Mm-hmm. So, like, earning that title, but, like, losing his own, like, self-comforts and, like, family and, like, sense of home and all that shit because yeah. every his life became much more than I think he ever wanted it to be. Kind of his whole identity. He He had to
1: become somebody else. Overnight.
0: Yeah, something he was not ever asking or wanting to be. mm mm-hmm. um, Contrasted with Prince Zuko's backstory, which, you know, was really the one we were looking to learn more about. Um, and, you know, his is is a very different thing. Um, having been kind of in the position with the title that he always thought that he wanted and like desperately wants to like represent this nation and like have this honor and have people look up to him and all this and having it stripped away. Um, and now being in this position, yeah, where, where he's desperately trying to get his way back into like this, this role it's, it's his, his destiny is to get back into this position. Um So him, yeah, desperately trying to get there with Aang, desperately trying not to be there. Um, The two of them kind of contrasted, adds so much to their two characters and kind of colors, the way that we see the way, like, they they go about their paths, like, trying to fulfill their own destinies and really kind of build their characters and say, well, what is the story of this character? Like, why what is their motivation why why are they trying to get to this place or like get away from this specific thing like the storm really fleshes a lot of that stuff out in a great way
1: yeah it helps to like shape their dynamic too like yeah the, in their their goals are so different uh but they're both like it's been kind of forced on both of them in a way yeah uh, maybe maybe Z- uh Zuko was kind of more his fault in in some kind of, like, twisted way. Like, he was trying to do what's right by his people. But at the same time, he he kind of fucked it up with his father. Uh, and Aang never wanted any of it and lost everything. So they're both kind of in the same position, but for completely different reasons. And I think that, that makes it more interesting, the kind of game of cat and
0: mouse that they're currently engaged in. And two, yeah, very different kind of, like, forms of, like, traumatic events for them like Mm -hmm. one of them like losing everything um by no fault of his own Mm -hmm. and then the other one losing everything by like having someone above them like tell them or or put them in their place for something that wasn't even necessarily like a problem in the yeah. first place.
1: Yeah, he, he spoke out against him, but like he was it was for noble reasons and like Exactly. It it, it helps make Zuko uh like a more sympathetic villain for the show. And you need that. hmm Yeah. Not always, but it's definitely it's definitely good.
0: Yeah. In in this case, it it does Lend a little bit. It it would be less interesting if it was just this angsty teen constantly trying to run down this little boy. Yeah, and we never know why he's so angsty. He's just he's just that age. He just is that way. Yeah. <laughs> we were all there at one point. Mm-hmm. And then we got burned by our fathers. <laughs> yeah. Every last one of us. Yep. Um, yeah. The storm it's it's good. It it adds like a lot of development for these characters even if it's it's like past development it's not them actively like doing something new in this episode that kind of grows them to a new point it's it's kind of giving us a little context as to why these people are the way that they are
1: yeah which is just as good like i don't i don't mind
0: doing like a flashback to learn about a character that's totally right. fine with me and we get two of them in this episode yeah yeah Double your pleasure, double your fun, is all I'm trying to say. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Brennan, let's double our pleasure and our fun. By moving on to your third-ranked episode of the season, this is where you feel like you're feeling pretty strongly about these episodes. I think so.
1: Although you brought up the storm, and I didn't put that on my list, and now I'm like, oh, maybe my number three should be the storm. But we're too late. We're past that. My no, number you three. Can, you
0: could do whatever you want.
1: No, we're not. I've already. My list is on. It's in black and white right in front of me on a Google Doc, <laughs> and it says my number three is
0: Jet. No way! I'm so surprised. Yeah, by this. way.
1: I didn't love this episode when we were watching it, but like looking back on it, I actually think it was a very fun episode. Uh, and the combat sequence—I think a lot of it is the the fight sequence at the end—did a lot for me. Uh, and just like the absolute batshit fucking twist that Jet is willing to kill an entire town to make the Fire Nation the world's villains, who everyone already knows is bad. He's like, I'm going to kill this whole town to make them look bad. And it's like, what the fuck, Jet? What's your problem? <laughs> um, and I kind of love that. I <laughs> didn't see it coming until it started to happen in the episode. And I was like, what where, What the fuck is happening? Uh, but that that fight sequence when they're jumping through the trees, uh, the animation on that is really good. Uh, and the bits where, where Ang can't even see what's going on in front of him with Jet hitting on uh, Katara the whole time. But he's too busy on like the rope swings and the zip lines he's, and he shit. Loved,
0: yeah. He loves to play.
1: Uh, it was just a, a great example of Aang being like a fucking idiot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and other characters also being idiots in different ways. And I also really liked uh, Jet's little gang of buddies. I can't remember any of their names Be- Bebop and
0: Rocksteady. The uh, Freedom Fighters, is <laughs> yeah. what they call themselves. <laughs> Yeah.
1: Um so at this point I think it's probably worth saying that I picked the episodes that I thought were fun <laughs> more than, I'm I'm noticing <laughs> more than the episodes I thought were like super exciting. Uh I had a good time with this one after the fact. During it though I think I probably said a lot of shit like oh I didn't care about this blah blah blah. I have I'm changed so my mind. I'm so
0: surprised by this Brenda because you so Distinctly said how much you hated the character of Jet. You thought he was I, not.
1: I still think good. Jet's a douchebag uh, and kind of a weird character. Just because it's it it felt so out of nowhere to have him like flip like that, mm-hmm. uh, and I still think that's true. But at the same time, now that I'm like looking back on it, I think it's absurd enough that it's very funny to me, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm I'm willing to accept it <laughs> for the lulz. Uh, And I did say early on in this episode, in our, this episode of like our top five, uh, that number three would shock you.
0: Number three did shock me. Mm -hmm. You were absolutely right about that. Yep. Yeah. I, I think as far as like the flip for Jet, where he was always kind of, you know, up to maybe a little bit of shenanigans, but you never thought he'd be willing to go like so far as to kill a bunch of innocent people. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know how many more instances we had had before this of like shades of gray when it comes to like non-firebender characters. Yep. I think
1: this might have been like the first kind one of one of the earliest
0: ones anyway, yeah. yeah, for sure. Um so we've now kind of learned that like in this War torn world, like not everyone who is against the Fire Nation is necessarily like a good person. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's a uh, he's an extremist, for sure. Um, but I also want to see him again. I, I want. I I hope this character comes back. Uh, that's been a theme for my five, four, and three. They all feature characters that I would like to see again.
0: His. Band of Merry Men are very silly. Yeah.
1: I can't remember any other names. I'm so bad with names in this
0: Smellerby.
1: show. Smeller Bee. I think that's the one I was thinking of. That's the one with the voice that sounded really familiar. Yes. Oh, it's Dogen from Psychonauts.
0: Smeller and then Pipsqueak is the very big one. Yeah, that's right which is always a great bit.
1: And then there's the other characters that they name, but they barely show up again in the episode. <laughs> they might
0: not show up again after they're named. Yeah. Yeah, it's a fun group of characters that are left in a state in this world that makes it very possible for them to show up again on this show, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, perhaps we'll leave that thread hanging. I want I want Smellerby...
1: And uh, Mang and Boomy to all just show up, all hanging out. Man, like they all got together. They're all having their own adventures off while Ang and everyone else are doing their thing. We have a couple side stories. Yeah, we just bump into them once in a while. And they've got like some new
0: gear. <laughs> what have you guys been up to? Oh, we went on a crazy adventure. Yeah, no, no, nothing really. Not enough, not, you know, <laughs> plot important and then, enough and to show up. They saved the, the show. day at
1: the end. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they are the main heroes (laughs) there. They're the the ones ones we should have been watching. (laughs) They defeat Fire Fire Lord Ozai at the end of it. (laughs) Mang shows up. He's like, hey, what'd you guys do? And they're like, oh, we just, you know, we took him down. Yeah, this guy was being a real dick. And Mang put him in his place. (laughs) She has like a gun. (laughs) Mang's packing for sure. (laughs) Uh, Jet is Brendan's number three episode. My mind is simply blown.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. Surprising everyone.
0: Yeah, the crowd goes wild. What will we do next? Uh, Well, we're going to move on to my number third. Number (laughs) third, I said. (laughs) Yep, yep, you said it. We're going to ride with that. Uh, Number three for me is the episode The Blue Spirit. Ah, yep. Classic episode. Aang gets captured mm-hmm. by Zhao. Things are looking a little dire. Uh Katara and Sokka down for the count from the previous week's episode, The Storm, a fun bit of continuity that we barely ever get on this show. <laughs> yeah, almost never. Almost never until like the final episodes where they were at the Northern Water Tribe where it all kind of bled together.
1: Yep, yep. Looking at the list, actually, I was... uh kind of surprised because I forgot that the water, the northern tribe, the the, water bending master, is that what the name of it was? Yes. I forgot that that wasn't part one of the siege. I mean, it might as
0: well have been. Oh, fuck. That's right. There were three episodes here. And they all, yeah, shared, like, a bit of continuity between Mm -hmm. them. A very clear Um, through line. But we're not talking about those. No, no, we're not. We're talking about the blue spirit. Uh, Aang captured... Rescued by this mysterious figure uh, which is revealed to be none other than Prince Zuko himself.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, Again, like another pretty big dividing line for this show. Like from this point forward, like Aang and Zuko's relationship is very, very different. But not really like explored, I feel like, past this point. Like they have this moment of Zuko saving... Ang, but then they never talk about it again the two of them at think, any
1: point I think there's a one-off line in the siege part two where Aang says we could be friends yeah and I think that's like the only time it's touched on again
0: um but this is a good episode of showing like not only Aang in actual Peril, which is something that we don't get a lot on this show. Like, a lot of the time, Aang is fully in control, but in this one, he's very much not.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know that he could have made it out of this place uh, without the blue spirit.
0: I'm thinking not. Um, Zhao had the upper hand. And this is also a good episode for Zhao because he gets to be, like, that greasy, like, super villain. Mm -hmm. monologuing to all of the people around him yep yep Uh, but he gets his comeuppance by the end of the episode which is good
1: this is also the episode where he's promoted right
0: yes at the very beginning beginning, of the episode he becomes Admiral Zhao yeah he was just a captain before then we're not really sure what he did to earn such a promotion
1: Mm, not really much he failed to capture the avatar several times (laughs) many times (laughs) yeah
0: And uh, was mostly, yeah, chasing this banished, disgraced prince. I think he just was in the right place at the right time. Yeah, he's like a, it's like how a Tyrannosaurus Rex, they're saying, is more of like a scavenger for like dead bodies that were laying around Mm -hmm. as opposed to being like the ultimate predator that everyone thinks it to be. Yeah. Zhao is the Tyrannosaurus Rex of Avatar The Last Airbender. That's cool. He would probably be into that, though, if he knew yeah, that I said that. So he don't like, tell him that I said that. He would be very that. flattered. Please don't tell him that, like, I gave him that honor. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's dead, so. Yeah, he's gone. He's in a watery grave. Um, Yeah, this, this, it's a cool episode. And all of the action from the point that, like, actually, even before the point that the blue spirit freeze ang like all of the action with like those archers and ang kind of running through that forest and that swamp all of that stuff is really good too it's just a very cool like sleek episode with all of that cool yep. action in it
1: um when i went back to think about like this list in this episode in particular uh it kind of struck me that the blue spirit portion of the episode like where ang and zuko are escaping together uh Mm. kind of overshadows the rest of it i had almost forgotten about the whole subplot of him trying to get medicine yeah um for saka and katara uh i don't think that part was as strong as no i do think you're right though that action sequence where he's running from the the snipers was really cool um but i think the episode really shines when they're when they're doing the big escape sequence yeah uh and we really get to see a lot of uh zuko's um prowess, I guess, like his his capabilities as a fighter, even without his firebending. Mm-hmm. He, he's very good. And I think that's yeah. that's
0: I like to see that to show that he was like actually a capable fighter. That is one of the most cool like bait and switch things they've done on this show to mm-hmm. this point is like, wow, this person is so capable, even without the power of bending, which yeah. seems like paramount to being able to survive in this world is like, you must be a bender. Yeah. And and the blue spirit does it all just with swords. Mm -hmm. Um, and then to reveal actually, no, it, it, it is a bender, but like, that is not the most important thing. Yeah. Um, it does lend a lot to Zuko. Like, yeah, I don't know. It gives, it gives Zuko a little bit of credit where a lot of the time we just shit on him for being this, Dumb angsty teen who yeah. can't like get out of his own way. But here he he is holding his own in these fights without giving up sort of the mm-hmm. whole game that, we, he's, that he's at.
1: We had seen a little bit of it in the Agni Kai. Is that what it's called? Uh, when he yeah. fought uh, Zhao earlier in the season. Um, but I think this really solidified it for me. It's like, oh, no, he's actually a pretty badass character and not just like an angsty
0: fireboy. boy. He has his moments mm-hmm. and and this is one of them. Um, yeah, I think I think you're right. those other moments in this episode you could kind of forget about, but the like stealth action sequences that make up the second half of this episode are so strong that it put it at number three on my list. I just I think it's a great like all-time classic episode of the show.
1: And I also really liked Momo's horde. I thought that was a fun, like, cutaway bit that they kept going back to.
0: It's extremely silly. I don't know how Momo managed (laughs) to carry most of these things into the room that they were in. They were simply too heavy for one lemur to handle all by himself. He
1: did it. He got it done.
0: He really was trying very hard. He didn't do what <laughs> Katara was asking him to do, but he was doing so much more than I think we ever thought he was capable of. He did of. his best. And D- and, damn his, it. and his, his best is unbelievable. Yeah. He's a very capable collector. I hope after this episode, they took all of those artifacts and sold them so like they don't have to worry about like supplies or money, which have been a concern on this show at points. Mm-hmm. Couldn't possibly be after that. Yeah. (laughs) So that was very good. The blue spirit for Momo. Forget everything I said. The Momo stuff was good enough for (laughs) this to make my number three spot on the list. Does that seem fair? That seems fair. (laughs) Number three for me. Brendan, we're moving into our top top two favorite episodes.
1: And you know what? I've changed my mind. That doesn't seem fair, uh, because the Blue Spirit is my number two episode of oh, the season. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so we just talked about it at length. We, we know all about it. Um, uh, there's not really much more I can say that you didn't already say. Uh, I just thought it was very cool to see Zuko doing something uh, badass.
0: You know, we, as we described before, literally the episode before this, two bangers in a row. Mm-hmm. Episode 12, The Storm, and then episode 13, The Blue Spirit. Um, yeah. Episode 12, yeah, a little bit of sympathy now. We're almost sort of rooting for Zuko, even though we don't want him to, like, fulfill his ultimate mission. Mm-hmm. Like, we do want something better for him based on where he's been. Yep. Um. So, yeah, to see him... Kind of do all of these things that we didn't know he was capable of in this episode is pretty cool for him. That's. For yeah.
1: Me. I want to know more about those frogs, too. Do they just live their life frozen in the bottom of a swamp? I think you have to assume so. They were, they're they just frozen all the time. How does that work? I need to know. I need I need a whole like nature documentary about these fucking frogs.
0: Should we go back to the uh, herbalist woman with the cat? Mm -hmm. and ask her more about the science of the frogs
1: yeah if this was like an rpg and i could go ask her all about the frogs
0: i would be doing that tell me about these frogs there's two seasons left brendan there is time to do these kinds of things (laughs) i i highly
1: doubt we will get more information about these frogs and i i guess that's okay but they're they're fascinating
0: there's certain lines that I'm not willing to cross when it comes to spoilers. Like, I'm, I'm willing to tell you that I, I don't think that Mang shows up again. But as far as whether or not we get more info on the frogs, like, I <laughs> I just I don't want you to know. Because when it happens on this show, I want you to be really surprised. <laughs> OK. When it happens, I will be surprised. And that's not a spoiler to say that it's <laughs> definitely absolutely going to happen. OK. So, don't worry that I even said that, okay? I won't. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Put it out of your mind. Put Might as well have not even happened. Yeah. Good, good job.
1: <laughs> That's my number two episode.
0: Well played. The Blue Spirit. <laughs> the Blue Spirit. A great episode. Clearly, good enough. Made my list, made your list. And mm-hmm. that, I think, is the first shared one that we've had so far. It is. Yeah. Don't think it'll be the last, but that's okay. I don't think so. I think there's going to be at least one more. <laughs> and I've only got one more on the list. And and I'm sure I already know what it is because <laughs> mine is going to be the same. But we don't have time for that yet, Brendan. No. We have to do your number two. I have to do my number two, which is an early episode in the season. It's actually episode number three, titled The Southern Air Temple. Yep. This is a good episode. It... Um... Does a lot to set up like we've had we had a lot of fun in the first two episodes, like a little bit of drama where Aang gets like kidnapped by Zuko or whatever and taken away, but finds his way out of that. Um, We're having kind of some goofy fun there, but this is the first episode where we realize like, oh, shit, like dark things can happen in this world to these characters who seem so fun, loving and free. Um, like when they, even before they get to the air temple, like everyone trying to s- prepare and be like, Hey, you know, things might not be exactly what you're expecting here, but his child brain just being like, no, no, it's going to be, it's going to be totally fine. All my friends are going to be here.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, them trying to, like, soften the blow that is to come.
0: That they is know kind of is heartbreaking. definitely coming. Yeah. yeah, that is that is so tough. And, and it still doesn't work mm-hmm. by the time that the reveal happens that, like, yes, everyone that Aang knows is dead. Yes, he is truly the last airbender, hence the name of the show, which yeah. he does say in the episode, which is very funny. Yep, yep. He had to do it, though.
1: He had to. Yeah. Every time he says I'm the Avatar, I in my head go the last airbender. The last
0: last airbender. (laughs) Hello, I'm Avatar, the last airbender. (laughs) Why would you introduce yourself like that? That's so insane. (laughs) That's just who I am.
1: Yeah. It's not a phase.
0: No, this is this is the reality, baby. Um, Yeah. Him like. Facing that for real is is such like a po- poignant, po- pugnant, 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 po- 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 poignant, 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 <laughs> poignant, poignant. I thought it was poignant, and then I feel like I heard someone recently do a hard G, and I'm like, has my whole life been a lie? No, I'm fairly certain it's poignant. Poignant, it's got to be, right? Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> I shouldn't have said it. I shouldn't have said the word on the show, but... I just Googled it. It's poignant. Poignant. It's such a poignant. We're not going to cut any of that out, by the way. That's all staying in the yeah. final audio. Yep. I hope so. Don't worry about it. That's uh, that's making the final cut. Mm-hmm. Um, Evoking a keen sense of sadness or regret. It's such a moment that evokes a keen sadness or I, I kind of missed most <laughs> of the words you just said. Uh, it's <laughs> It's a poignant moment, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, that I didn't know the show was capable of uh, until we get to that point. And then also we have the side story of Zuko um, where we meet Zhao for the first time and there's some conflict there. Um, we get the first teases of like a little bit of Zuko backstory like mm-hmm. something happened to him the last time he dueled a master or whatever. yeah. Uh, which is all fine and gets better paid off in episodes like The Storm. Um, but the Agni Kai sequence in this episode where he fights against Zhao uh, and gets the better of him and wins the fight. Um, is It's pretty cool. It's almost, yeah, like the first moment that we start rooting for Zuko. But then... Also, one of the first moments where we solidify that Iroh is not just this bumbling buffoon that he seems to be, uh, where he, like, tosses Zhao aside and calls him disgraceful.
1: Ooh, fucking
0: got him. Thanks for the tea, bitch. It was wonderful. (laughs) I'll see myself out, motherfucker. Um. That's that sequence with Iroh just putting Zhao in his place is one of my favorite things that happens in this entire season. Yeah, definitely. So that combined with, yeah, like the very sad, distressful stuff that goes on with Aang at the Air Temple, like it's it's a great episode and, and one that reminds you that like this show is not It is a Nickelodeon show, but, like, there are heavy themes that Mm -hmm. a lot of other shows of the time period were not really willing to go to.
1: Yeah, it's got a story to tell.
0: And they're going to do it, damn it, even Mm -hmm. if they have to do some dark stuff. Even if they have to make children cry. And question mommy and daddy, why are there skeletons here? And they're like, well, you can't really put that together? You're such a stupid kid. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Why did I ever have you? We didn't raise an idiot, I thought. I, I guess, yeah. Maybe <laughs> I was an idiot for thinking otherwise. But here we are. It's too late now. Can't send them back. <laughs> or could we? Oh, there's always a way. Uh, <laughs> that is my number two episode of the season. The Southern Air Temple. A good
1: one. A good one, yeah.
0: Good early example of what the show could be. hmm But, Brendan that is not my number 1 episode of the season it's also not your number 1 episode of the season i'm willing to bet we are holding hands mm-hmm. on on what tops both of our lists brendan what what do you what do you say is the best episode of avatar the last airbender book 1 it's obviously <laughs> it's obviously the siege
1: of the north part 2 yeah of course it is of course, this, this episode is so fucking dense with awesome shit the entire way through. We get a journey into the, the new spirit, the new and improved spirit realm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we get to meet uh, the f- f- the Face Stealer? Ko the Face Stealer. Ko the Face Stealer. He does have a name. Ko the Face Stealer. Uh, we get to meet that grumpy monkey. We see, um, what is his name? bye. Is that his name? Hey, bye. Hey, bye. Hey, bye. We get to see Hey, bye again, who I had completely forgotten about, uh, but it was good to see him again. Once I realized who he was, uh, we got some cool action sequences uh, all over the place. We got to see a giant water monster. Go fuck up some, some fire people. Uh, we got to see Ang take down an entire ship on his own and then realize how absolutely fucked he was looking out over the countless other ships at the ocean. Uh, uh Admiral Zhao killed the moon. Uh and then Sokka's girlfriend became the moon. <laughs> and then the moon was fine, but Sokka's <laughs> yeah.
0: heart was not.
1: Was not. No. Uh, just a lot of crazy shit. Um and as I said earlier, this episode doesn't work without part one. Uh, but for my own list, I decided not to include part one because we didn't watch these episodes in a vacuum. I have the context of the first part. I don't need to include it here. Um, I thought with all of that, this episode was very cool and a very strong ending to the first book. Colon water. (laughs) Colon water.
0: Could use some colon water after we're done with this. I'm feeling (laughs) a little warm inside. (laughs) No, it's good. It's good. Um, All of those sequences that you just mentioned would be like good enough. Where, like, if that was the only thing that happened in one of these other episodes, it probably would have been good enough to, like, make our top fives. Mm-hmm. Like, if Aang had turned into a big spirit fish in episode six or something, we would have put it on this top list. I wish he would do that more often. That was fucking rad. There's always a chance, you know, we we know he's got it in him. He became the wrath of the sea. <laughs> I know the ocean inhabited him and said, I'm (laughs) destroying everybody. (laughs) Um, yeah, all, all those moments combined make this into just like an absolutely incredible episode. Um, I don't have too much else to add beyond what you said. I, I think so. So what's your favorite moment of the episode then the big fish monster?
1: Um, it's, I think I think it's that or I think at the time I said it was that um but it's that or co but I think it might be the fish monster.
0: <laughs> the fish monster is very good for me co the whole co sequence is mm-hmm. like my favorite sequence of the episode and probably of the entire season.
1: Yeah, co I think I think the only reason the co one isn't a solid like top of the episode for me is because it was a little silly the way he was like he was trying to jump scare him the whole time he just kept like Mm -hmm. turning around and going booga booga with (laughs) a different scary face on him yeah uh that i think was a little goofy uh which isn't bad it just it's not as cool as i think it could have been (laughs) not that i think i i would have wanted them to do anything else i i think what they did was good but i think the fish monster was very cool i also think the episode gave a very good or at least satisfying conclusion to the zhao Arc, we can call it. Yes, um, I think it uh, it it sent him off in a way that I thought was fitting for the character. We we at the time had our big debate about like what was he thinking in those last moments, how did he feel, uh, and I think that's that's a pretty difficult thing to do uh, in a cartoon for children to like have that kind of depth in just a character's facial expression uh, in the final <laughs> moments of their life. Um, I thought that was very exciting. And and Zuko got his moment of standing up to Zhao. Everyone everyone had their time to shine in
0: this one. Iroh was very badass in, mm-hmm. in Iro was fucking rad in this episode. Yeah. Standing up for the spirits, like going against the nation that he's a representative of in this war and being like, hey, this is a line too yeah. far. Yep. um if you and, do this i will fuck you up yeah <laughs> and then fulfills that promise <laughs> yeah. he does not make empty threats that iro no he does exactly what he says um yeah everybody gets like a moment to shine in this one and it does pay off those stories that like start in I mean, stories that are carried throughout the entire season, but even like in these final few episodes as we're at the Northern Water Tribe, like all of them come to a head in this episode in like such an amazing way. Even like the Yue stuff yeah. is pretty good. It's kind of silly to me that she is just the moon now. <laughs> yeah.
1: And her her dickhead fiance just got thrown off a boat and never he seen just again. Goes
0: away <laughs> into the oblivion yeah into the ocean uh <laughs> gone forever the chief of the northern Rotter tribe happy to see him go um very good yeah it's very good it's it's a great episode and uh yeah i don't know it's a, a you couldn't think of like a more thrilling way to close out like the opening season of this show like we know it's not the final, final battle that will happen on this show. Like, we've got so much more ground to cover and, like, more tangible goals that people are still working towards even after this. But, like, such an incredible way to close out, like, what is the story of the first season.
1: Yeah, and this episode sets up the next villain. We got, a, we got a lot.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll learn more about this next villain in episodes to come. Mm -hmm.
1: Who could she be? We actually know. I'm pretty sure they say who she is.
0: I mean, they say a few facts about her. We know that it's Zuko's sister, but we we don't know. We don't really know. We don't even know her name yet. No.
1: Zuko's sister. That's her name. Zuko's sister. (laughs) They thought they had such high hopes for Zuko. They didn't bother naming her.
0: Brendan, I will say that on the podcast, Gotta Recap, I have said the name of this character before in the past. Ah, uh, I believe that. But I shan't repeat it now. We'll wait until it comes on this. We'll wait until it appears organically. All right. So
1: I don't remember it.
0: it. So I, I knew you wouldn't. So it really doesn't matter. Um, that is uh, both of our number one episodes of the season. The Siege of the North part two. Like like we have talked about, like you said at the time, like we said at sort of the top of the episode, um, this show sometimes will fuck around with filler stuff that is just like okay and a little bit mindless. But when it's willing to take big swings... Like, you're really, really impressed by the way that they can pull this kind of shit off.
1: Yeah, yeah. Really epic moments.
0: Big moments and uh, cool, like, I don't know. It's, it's cool to see the spirits, like, getting involved and fucking shit up. Yeah, yeah. I like the spirits aspect of it. I want to explore more of that. Yeah. what What else are they capable of? You know? What
1: other kind of wacky
0: spirits are there?
1: What's the Genesis story of the Spirits? Why is Co one of the oldest ones?
0: What is the uh, apocalypse scenario for the Spirits? Oh,
1: that's exciting too, yeah. Well,
0: again, you know, season two, things to be explored. Maybe not that. Well, we'll (laughs) see. No, it's book two. Book two, I'm so sorry. Book two. Book two, can I, do you want to know the name of book two right now or do you want to wait? It's fire, isn't it? I'm so sorry. I don't it's remember the fire. cycle. Well, then it's got to be Earth. <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. the next <laughs> that's logical the only step. other option. Book to Earth, coming soon. Mm-hmm. Get excited for it. To a podcast near you. To a podcast near you. It's actually this podcast that you're hopefully still listening to at this point. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so we have now, we have ranked our favorite episodes, and Brendan, I uh, I did consult those eggheads back at the lab. Nice. What do we got? Again, you know, they just wanted to protest a little bit and say, this is not really regular for us. Mm-hmm. We have a system that you're kind of ditching here. Yep. Gotta get with the times. Evolve or die, I always mm-hmm. say. Keep and up I am get left behind. And I am constantly telling our scientists that I wish they would die. <laughs> yeah, or evolve into something cool. <laughs> into something cool, like, like a mantis man, like a big snake. Yeah, <laughs> that would feel like a devolve. You would lose your legs, your and your and your arms.
1: They could be like snake people, like those salamander people in
0: Elden Ring. I feel like uh, lizard people walk amongst us and control the world's governments. Yeah, they do. Yeah. I've seen the I'm, videos. I'm one of those guys. <laughs> yeah. I'm revealing that now on this podcast that <laughs> I, I'm I, one of those. I
1: see the way them politicians flick their tongues. <laughs> Taste in the air.
0: Uh, well, we're, you know, all certainly doomed. <laughs> um, the scientists have spoken, Brendan, and we have something of a list of the top five episodes of Avatar The Last Airbender. Oh, right. Sorry, book one, colon, water. <laughs> I'm losing my voice, but it's it's worth it to keep going so I can deliver this excellent yes, content Yes, we need to, to, to you. know.
1: The people need to know.
0: So we have a two-way tie. Oh, no, for For second? the bottom s- spot, whatever. Bottom would you call that fifth place or fifth. fourth place? Fifth.
1: Well, the tie is for fourth, yeah.
0: Two-way tie for fourth, that seems right, right? That's how that works, yep. Okay, we have a two-way tie for fourth between the storm and the fortune teller. Oh,
1: Mm. I'm willing to give it to the storm because I do wish I put that on my list.
0: It seems like you kind of forgot about the storm a little bit. I
1: did, I did. I looked at it and I was like, I feel like I might pick the storm, but then I couldn't remember what happened in it. So
0: I was like, must not be that good. Pretty eventful. Although, as I mentioned earlier, the fortune teller just barely missing my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the storm, perhaps a little bit more important. So let's call the storm number five. Does that seem does that seem OK?
1: Yeah. So the, wait, so the storm is number oh, five. On, and the
0: Yeah. OK. Yeah. So the fortune teller is number five. <laughs> I don't know. No. I've, <laughs> I've already messed up the number. There are four episodes that have higher scores than the ones we just talked about. Okay, so, so we were, we were five. picking
1: which one to bump off the list.
0: <sighs> I should I'll have insulted the I shouldn't have <laughs> insulted our scientists so much. I should have asked <laughs> for more input from them. They're
1: fucking with you now. No, I'm still okay with that. I'm okay with bumping the fortune teller off the list in favor of <laughs> the storm.
0: So we call the storm the fifth best episode of The book. See, that's where I don't like. That's where I don't like. Well, that's
1: why you got to call the episodes chapters.
0: The fifth best chapter of the book. That sucks even worse. Well, that's how it is. (laughs) There's yeah. I guess there's no way around it. Uh, Okay.
1: Coming in at. You could also say part. The the fifth best part of
0: the book. There's no time. There's simply no time. (laughs) Even though it takes the same amount of time. Actually, less time to say the chapter.
1: Yeah it's only one syllable.
0: Well, there's no time for either of them because we have to move on to number 4 which by some strange twisted fate is uh jet. Yeah. I really didn't expect it would be on the list. <laughs> I do like Jet. I did not think that you liked Jet as much as you did. At the time, I didn't. I really didn't. Uh, But looking through all the episodes, it it stuck out. I mean, you can't argue with, like, characters. Mm -hmm. You know, there's some some interesting characters who make interesting decisions in that episode. I almost put The Great Divide on the list just to really fuck with people. A better episode, as we've discussed on the show, a better episode than people have given it credit for. Mm-hmm. Still not top five for me, though. No, me either. But uh, not the worst episode of the season, nope. or or I guess the whole show, as people consider it. <laughs> <coughs> That's so wild to me. Bato of the Water Tribe is such a worse episode. Than oh the Great yeah, Divide. yeah. And there are even other episodes. Not that are not Bato of the Water Tribe that I think are worse episodes than the Great Divide. <laughs> so I just I don't understand it. Um, the third best episode of the season goes to the Southern Air Temple. hmm A good episode. Made my list, didn't make your list, but uh, just as I can agree that I think Jet was a pretty good episode, I think you can agree that the Southern Air Temple was a pretty good ep. Yeah. Interesting things agree. going on.
1: Yep. And Aang had tried to play his sport with <laughs> Sokka, which was very unfair.
0: No, it didn't really work out for Sokka. It's just, there was no competition.
1: No. And we got to see that stupid door for the first time
0: fortunately not the last time
1: fortunately
0: (laughs) if that's what you want to call it i have a little more to say about this but i'm gonna have to save it for our movie review Ooh, okay yeah stay tuned for that
1: we have both watched the movie
0: (laughs) we have both watched the movie to this point uh and it's coming and it's it's gonna be (laughs) i it's gonna be interesting is all i'll say about that gonna be great uh, yeah, fantastic. Uh, the number two episode of the season would be the blue spirit.
1: Mm-hmm. That's fair. Great. episode. A
0: great, a great episode. Number two on your list. Number three on my list. Um, yeah. Characters going Zuko going like way far beyond extremes that we thought he would ever do. Mm-hmm. Like the- showing how much this really means to him.
1: Oh, yeah. The only thing I would say takes away from this episode in any way is that they reveal who the blue spirit is in the episode.
0: And I th- mm. think they should have held on to that for longer. Um, I don't know. I guess when would you reveal such a thing?
1: I don't know. I would I would at least give him like another. I would keep it a secret for this episode and then bring him back in another one. And reveal him then like he could have donned the blue spirit guys in the siege even.
0: Yeah, that's fair. And even in the siege, um, Zhao does out Zuko as being the blue spirit. Like he, he when he enters his room, mm-hmm. sees the swords on the wall and kind of puts the pieces together. Maybe you could have made more of a moment of that to reveal to us that Zuko was the blue spirit.
1: Or even just have that be a hint. Because I think they do like a flashback where we see the blue spirit using the swords when he sees them. Yes, I think if they had had him notice the sword, uh, linger on him noticing them, but don't show us what he's thinking. That could have been like a good hint and then have the reveal be when the blue spirit shows up in uh, the the I don't know what they called it, like the sacred room, whatever the, the spirit fountain. oasis, the oasis. Yeah, he could show up in the oasis and then like take off the mask and do the full reveal. Then it is I, Prince
0: Zuko, you thought it was the blue spirit surprise (laughs) but it was me we are one and the same Mm -hmm.
1: i I don't know i it's not like i don't think that's obviously that wasn't enough to to make it any lower on my list number two is still a very high spot but i i wish they had held on to that just a bit longer
0: oh brendan we have so much more to say about the blue spirit when we start talking about the last airbender movie (laughs) good god (laughs) (laughs) what a film
1: I'm so excited
0: (laughs) I I am excited and also dreading it as I'm sure you are too
1: no I'm I'm stoked
0: Uh, The Blue Spirit number two but obviously the number one episode of the season would be the very last episode The Siege of the North part two Mm -hmm. just an incredible triumph of an episode, like so yeah, many yep. huge moments.
1: Yeah, all that 19 episodes of build up uh, paid off in spectacular fashion.
0: In a very huge way and paves the way forward for like where we're going on this show too. like not not only like closing the loop on some storylines, but like keeping others open or opening up brand new ones that yeah, will follow no. going into season two.
1: Very exciting. I hope they can keep up the momentum in some way.
0: I think you're going to be pretty happy with where we go from here. Cool. Brendan, those are the top five episodes of the top five chapters of the book. Uh, God, I hate that so much. Um, how are, how are we feeling about that list? Pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Good. I'm feeling satisfied. Hey, uh I'm losing my voice as I mentioned before, but it's time for you to do a little project for us here because we got an email.
1: We got an email. Ba ba ba. It's a season recap email song. <laughs>
0: Special not- version of it. Yeah, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, yep, yeah, that's it. Uh howdy cappers. Um I like that. I think I said that last time too. I still uh, don't
0: I'm not I don't think I don't know. I <laughs> guess we do need some sort of name, but I'm not sure that's it.
1: Uh howdy Capper's congratulations on finishing the first season. As you share your thoughts, I wanted to share with you my personal best and worst episode for the first season. Uh we'll start he wrote them best and then worst. I'm gonna do it the other way around. Uh, he's, so the worst episode, uh, is Bato of the Water Tribe, which everyone knew. Everybody knows Uh, that. He says, I kid you not, uh, I kid you not, I forgot Bato was even a character. I remember every episode, or every other detail of this episode besides Bato. It's almost like my brain purged him as a form of protection. Uh, I think that's fair, I think that's probably for the best, and I'm sorry that we for any damage we have caused by uh, unearthing
0: those memories. Yeah, we didn't mean to replant that in your brain. (laughs) You're probably better off without having that in there. And now that it's back, like you're fucked. Yeah, you're never going to get rid of it now. Sorry. Um,
1: And then he goes on to say the best episode is the Southern Air Temple. Yeah, pretty good one. Uh, I watched Avatar when it first aired back in 2005. This put me in the age range where I was getting quote-unquote too cool for nickelodeon and cartoons in general uh i gave the first two episodes a watch sorry i'm just i'm laughing because of the cartoons in general i know this person this is a uh a, a friend of mine and that's not true
0: <laughs> call him uh, out yeah i'm fucking i'm putting you on blast. tell us his address <laughs>
1: You love cartoons, motherfucker. Uh, (laughs) I gave the first two episodes a watch. and thought it was going to be another wacky Nickelodeon show. Color me surprised when the third episode took a fun, dark turn and changed my entire look on the show. Uh, And that's kind of what we were saying. It's 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 the first instance where we see like how dark the show is willing to get or at least a glimpse like it could get darker. Um, And I would say maybe even like the water, the siege of the north in some
0: ways was darker. Maybe not. I think that's debatable, but there were some very sad, dark moments mm-hmm. in those episodes. Like people like knowing that they were going to die, like going on a mission to die, like UA sacrificing herself. Yeah. Um, Iroh with everything in Zuko, <laughs> like everything. that whole reveal. Yeah.
1: And the look in Aang's face when, uh, code spoke about the, the, the person he took from a different avatar. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on there. Uh, but yeah, that, that, that's a great point. The the Southern Air Temple is a great example of like the depths that the show will go to. Uh, and I think that's cool.
0: Yeah, uh, definitely.
1: He, yeah. He goes on to say, P.S. <laughs> I feel I have to mention this. Ah, uh, the way Dragon Ball Z names their sagas is that they usually are named after locations or major villains. We don't have time for this shit. One such saga is titled the Captain Ginyu Saga, so Captain Ginyu can be considered a major villain in DBZ. That's wrong. Yeah, I will take that. Fuck yeah. That's wrong. Captain That's Ginyu, not true. the Ginyu Force. You you fucked up last week, was it? I don't know, remember when we talked about this. Captain uh,
0: Ginyu is a mini boss.
1: Goku turned into a frog.
0: <laughs> I mean an arc <laughs> I love that I'm not gonna say that I didn't love it <laughs> and now Captain
1: Ginyu I think is still a frog
0: <laughs> they probably yeah. resolved that at some point well in like I movie mean Captain Ginyu was on planet Namek when it got exploded as a frog so like I would think that as a frog being on planet That's Namek true. That's he true. would not have survived such we a we didn't see him like stow away on a ship or anything although they did bring Frieza back um, with his dad. Mm-hmm. And we thought Frieza had died as well. Yeah. So perhaps Ginyu Frog found <laughs> a way off the planet. He's
1: also part robot now.
0: I would. I If that were to be the case. <laughs> a little
1: robot frog. If
0: Remember somebody, me, Kakarot? <laughs> if somebody can prove to me that canonically there was a robot frog Ginyu. I would be willing to accept that he is the most important character in Dragon Ball Z history. (laughs) But only at that moment, only if you can prove that to me, will I be willing to take that leap, much like a frog likes to leap. (laughs) Frogs hop. Well, you know, it's (laughs) just about how brave the frog is. (laughs) I guess that's true. And nobody's more brave than Captain Ginyu. (laughs) (laughs) That's also true.
1: Fuck yeah. Uh, the email wraps up. Thank you for listening to my rambling. Uh, and thank you, everyone out there for listening to ours just now. Uh, signed, Matt from Boston. Thank you, Matt. Uh, thank you, Matt. If anyone else wants to write in with any of your, uh, if you want to tell us about how Captain Ginyu is the most important character in Dragon Ball Z uh, or anything about Avatar,
0: I guess, if you want to talk about that. No, it seems less important.
1: Yeah, you can email us at recap at gmail.com. Uh, you can tweet uh, uh, tweet at us about whatever uh, at got a recap message us on Instagram. Also, at got a recap. Find us on Facebook. Got a recap. Uh, find us on YouTube. Just search for got a recap. We're still not sure how that works uh, We're out there somewhere. Yeah, it's, it's there. You'll find it. Uh, if you just look up about enough um, avatar stuff, I'm sure are our, our shorts. So they're
0: called YouTube shorts. We'll the appear. algorithm will get you where you need to be. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, Uh, Tell your friends about the show. uh, Give us a five star rating or whatever the rating system is on your podcast system. Leave us a review. All of that good stuff. Uh, And we will be back next week. I think with the movie
0: is the plan. I think that's likely. Yeah, before we start season two, we got to get this movie out of the way. Uh, (laughs) The movie's got to be done. You can tell that me and Brendan are just absolutely (laughs) grabbing it, ready to talk about this movie. I was ready to
1: do it before this episode. You messaged me and said, I watched the movie, and I was like, oh, God, we should record now.
0: I know. I know. I have so many thoughts. Mm -hmm. There's something that happened in the movie that made me laugh hysterically for about six minutes. I'm so glad. Uh,
1: Yeah, you messaged me and you said, I watched the movie and I responded, I will watch it this weekend, uh, which
0: was a lie because I watched it right then and there. (laughs) Yeah, no, I will watch it this (laughs) second. Yeah, Uh,
1: I will watch it again uh, because that was now a week ago, two weeks ago. Um, very excited for that. Uh, I think that's all the social plugs. You did great. I think that's everything. Um, speaking, uh, hey Nick. <laughs> hey. Uh, this episode we recapped some great chapters of this book. One colon water,
0: huh? That's that's yeah. That's fair to say. What do you say? Uh,
1: we go recap. Uh, some Z's. <laughs> Go to bed.
0: Uh, yeah, that sounds like a pretty good idea.
1: All right, uh, we'll catch everybody back here next week for our usual bullshit.
0: <laughs> this feels wrong. I'm going to send us out. Uh, but you did a great job, Brendan. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Thank you. Anyway, we're going to go recap Z's as Brendan said. I'm not going to change that part of it though. That that seems that seems right. That feels good. Fuck yeah. Uh we'll catch you next week for that movie that we watched. Hell yeah. Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye.